We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, hello, people. Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to another Esports Rewind podcast. I almost messed that one up. Well, yeah, I'm very impressed, though, because like normally it's, there's a little bit of a ramp up before we start. And this week, you just jumped right into I, it. I asked Sam it if I was like, ready. I was like, yeah. all right, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> like right it. after, like as soon as I said yes, you were like, you might as well have cut me off. It's like, just one of those, <laughs> hey, it's one of those days hey, we've been in a rush, I'm man. happy. I'm happy. Hey, we're, we're grinding. Yeah, heck it's the yeah. Move. Um, it's the episode move. 24. For any new viewers out there, old viewers as well, we are the Esports Rewind podcast. We break down the latest and craziest gaming slash esports news uh, in the past week or so. So we have so much to talk about, a lot of stories today. At the end of the video, we'll talk to you guys about this upcoming week, which is going to be very hectic. We're going to be going on a quick vacation, but we have plenty of stuff planned for you guys. We'll get into that at the end of the video. Yeah, stay tuned. uh, You ready for this? Yeah, let's jump in. Let's kick it. All right, Zan Zan. um, (laughs) I'm not even giving you a chance. Yeah, normally take take a second, maybe (laughs) maybe, like get some liquid refreshment, make sure we're not dehydrated. If if only the We're living in a desert, Mike. Guy. <laughs> if only the viewers knew how much of a rush we're in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to—I mm-hmm. always love gauging your opinion on the on the Shoot. topics out there, especially topics we don't get into. Mm-hmm. This is going to be talking about India and Asia. We're going to lap India in with Asia. I want to make that clear because I feel like if I said Asia and then talked mm-hmm. about India, there'd be plenty of people that are like, "Why are you? Wait, that's not." The, no, yeah, that's fair. It's considered the same, right? In the same region, India. <laughs> you do these things. You always like. You always like. Ah, I know geography is like literally one of our. <laughs> weakest subjects like I think maybe the only thing we're worse at is like sports yeah and you're always like okay so let me ask you this geography question always, real quick because you know so pretty, much about other I'm pretty, topics I'm pretty sure yeah India is part of Asia okay don't, if not we're considering it to be don't so. get too mad at me I, I'm yeah either way okay. so uh with the expansion <laughs> I've been talking about this in recent episodes as well uh, I kind of want to gauge your opinion on the future of Asian esports including okay. India because we have now seen at least three very big organizations so a, a quick brief we saw Optic go to India with their CSGO team 
You know how that turned out. Um, mm. Either way, though, large brand. They tried to penetrate India maybe true. a bit too early true, and true. obviously did not operate it very well. Mm. Now we have Fnatic, their latest announcement. They're entering uh, India with PUBG Mobile, a possible gaming facility in India as well. Huge announcement. Alongside them, the last month we covered FaZe Clan going to Asia, more so the more eastern region of, of Asia, not India, um, for some possible mobile teams and other teams as well. That's at least what's been reported and potentially hinted at. So my general question to you is, do you think it's a good idea? And secondly, how do you think they can actually rope it in in terms of, like, when you hear Fnatic India, does that, does that mm. catch your eye? Are you curious enough about that? So do you think it can work and how? So I, I think this move is genius on their parts because everybody knows India, Asia in general is one of the biggest markets on the planet. They, I, I'm pretty sure if you took a look at the population of the entire planet, there would be the highest concentration in India uh, more so than almost anywhere else, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can break into that market, that's genius. However, I think the problem that uh, other people who have tried in the past have found is they aren't really trying to become a part of the Indian ecosystem or the Asian ecosystem. They're rather trying to say like, oh, let's keep doing our optic stuff that we're doing over here, but let's just do it over there. When I think Fnatic saying, hey, we're gonna have a PUBG mobile team specifically, which is huge in India, mm -hmm. that is like, that's the right way to go about it. Along with the gaming facility. Right. I thought it was very yeah. interesting and very progressive of them. Mm -hmm. It was very ballsy of them to say, yeah, and gaming facility, because yeah. we know how expensive they can be. Mm -hmm. Probably not expensive as having one out in LA. See, what I'm thinking is like, that's that factors into it for sure, because everybody has a, a place in LA, and that's yeah. way more expensive than almost anywhere else in the world. Um, India, there's like, I feel like there's a really good chance the Indian government gave them a grant. You think so? For a facility? If it does happen. Think, think, think about that. Like, think about how, how good it would be for the Indian economy to have like, oh. a really good esports football. Yeah. Like, a, a, a facility means you're here to stay. A team means you might be like, oh, yeah, I didn't do great. A facility, you know, that's an investment. Right, and especially with Optic, when they did the CSGO team, mm -hmm. you're traveling so much, you're never right. actually, I mean, they competed a few times in India, but mm -hmm. it's only a few competitions here and there. And even with CSGO, when it comes to India, mm -hmm. PUBG Mobile is gigantic. Yeah, enormous. So, like, to your point, if we could actually, if you have an organization get a foothold in, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden Fnatic becomes the esports org of India, where right. all these up-and-coming yep. kids want yep. to go to Fnatic, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you're not only European, you're an Asian team with the impression yep. and brand value you got to imagine is intense. So I like your idea where they can't just open up a roster. They got to really fully immerse themselves in that culture mm -hmm. and see what works there. And if you as an organization can figure that out, who knows what's possible? No, yeah, I did like the fact that they were picking up a couple of uh, native Indian players yeah. who were big in the scene over there already. That mm -hmm. was like, yeah, that's a good call. And I think FaZe also mm -hmm. is a great chance too, though, because their yeah. branding, especially like if you're an up and coming anywhere in that region kid, and all of a sudden you become brand aware of FaZe, like all of a sudden, you know, like when we were kids yeah. or even like oh, not even too long ago where you like, you hear someone's in FaZe and you're like, whoa, that's... At least when, See, we, when we were younger, yeah, that's definitely. a really cool thing. See, the problem is we grew up when FaZe was starting. Yeah. So, like, now it's like it's so weird because Pomage posted a picture today of the old FaZe logo. Do you remember how they all used to have the They've the changed F it so many and times. And then, like, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, so, if they can somehow, man. if they can reimmerse people in that old nostalgic feeling mm -hmm. and have up-and-coming younger kids out there think, like, oh, I want to be in FaZe. Like, I want to be in Fnatic. That kind of stuff. I think it really can work. I'm just really curious where it. they will go. And I, I really like your point about they need mm -hmm. to obviously learn about a lot of those cultures and what works. Mm, and so if they can sign the right people. Fingers crossed, you never know, I mean. <laughs> if it works out, it works out well for esports. So yeah, I don't definitely. see really any downsides. It's a win for everybody involved. Heck yeah, as well. super excited to see what they can do.
Wait, was that a bad way to end it? No, that's fine. <laughs> the way I said that? <laughs> no, oh, you're no, okay. Because that sounds like my Indian accent. Like, oh, no. Oh, oh y'all, see, I didn't no, even... No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, okay. Cut yeah. that one early. Cut that one early. <laughs> I didn't even... It didn't... It, oh, frick, 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 frick. Okay, no, no. We can get some B-roll going real quick. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll do a quick cut. Cut that one early or please... Oh, man. God dang it. <laughs> much love. Much love from India. Yeah, frick. yeah, yeah. Okay, Jake, so this is kind of going to tie into your last topic and the rise of mobile gaming again. I think this is a topic we're returning to week after week at this mm -hmm. point. Um, so have you heard of something called Starlink? Starlink? Mm -hmm. I have not. Okay, so this is a huge project uh, undertaking by Elon Musk and SpaceX. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, which, I'm trust, I'm going to tie this back into esports and okay. gaming in a second. I hope it yeah. is tied. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the general Starlink. pitch. Yeah, the general pitch is they're going to send a series of satellites into a low Earth orbit to beam, essentially, internet connections down to the to uh, Earth, okay. right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Sounds smart. Yeah, right, right. Um, I mean, satellite people, people hearing that might think, wait, I remember satellite internet, it was trash. Trust. They, they've fi figured it's out. Elon. Yeah, yeah. They figured out how to get the satellites at a low enough orbit that the speed is, you know, you don't see much of a detriment. There's like, I think the, the, the numbers were like something like four milliseconds left. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's good, but I yeah. imagine no, it's, 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 it's pretty good for like, they haven't even like actually got it going yet. And anyway, the reason I'm bringing this up now is because they just had their first successful launch of a, a set of 60 satellites back okay. in May. And Elon just tweeted earlier this week from, you know, from his phone saying, hey, this is using the new satellites. This is using, like, you know, the service is already up and running, essentially. Oh, like he tweeted from his yeah, phone using yeah, the connection yeah. from the satellites. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. And the plan here is to make it so that, hey, this is going to be a global network. So everybody around the world can have access to quality internet, because just sixty of these satellites. Is there a thing this guy does not do? Like he's taking yeah. he's taking on so many projects. Jesus, he Christ. definitely likes to swing big. Yeah, let's yeah. get the whole world internet. Yeah, right, right. So how's this loop back in then? So the thing is, just sixty of these satellites gives forty thousand up to forty thousand people. Uh, I think that the numbers were a. Let me find the exact numbers. I do want to get this right. Yeah, it provides the bandwidth to stream 4K video to 40,000 people at the same time. Is There's that, 60. And 60 satellites seems like a lot of They're going to send up, uh, they're sending up way more. I think they're saying Yo, like. It's like an army of satellites close, already. How many to cover uh, the entire up planet? Up to 30,000 more. Jesus Christ. <laughs> On top of like, I think they had already got approved for 12,000, so it's closer to like 40, yeah, 40 well, 50,000. imagine 50, if one of those bad yeah. boys goes out, that space junk coming back down to Earth's oh, surface. Oh, they've, they've already figured that out. Apparently they built them, they so they'll, they'll dissolve in the atmosphere if there's a problem, or and they so can be brought back. So one day your internet just goes away, like, oh, I guess my satellite well, I mean, dissolved. If, if, if just one, if one satellite goes down, <laughs> I imagine. internet dissolved. That's oh, the whole reason you have 30,000. I guess. I mean, that is such yeah. a weird... I mean, general concept, mm. obviously we're probably, what, years away from... I mean, you would think so, Who knows what Elon, but though? he's saying, yeah, by the end of 2020, we might already have in the United States. So loosely, and by 2027, if things go according to plan, it can, it will be global. So you think this would affect esports in the in the fact that we Greatly. could have more players, more, more players, more infinitely more players. Internet. Everything will be more accessible. The the way things are going right now, there's a huge people are leaning towards streaming games more and more. Yes, and phones are getting stronger and stronger. Like right now, True. my phone is probably a little bit, it's probably close to as powerful as a Nintendo Switch. And a Switch, you know, you can do a lot with a Switch. 
Weirdly enough, if you think of it, if you actually look at the specs, it's, it doesn't have a lot of juice in yeah, it. Yeah, all these things are becoming like their own personal computers, right? yeah. if not stronger. Yeah, so if the barrier of entry is no longer, oh, I don't have a good internet connection, and it's just, oh, let me get a somewhat okay phone, yeah. and I can stream a game to my phone. Or even watch games. Mm -hmm. The viewership player base could skyrocket. Yeah, Obviously, the, the bigger issue, the bigger thing mm -hmm. being covered is, you know, the entire world having access to the internet. Yeah. But we're trying to tie it back down. To no, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm thinking of how this, this could really like make the mobile and in esports industry like even, blow. Oh my god! Imagine being able to play PUBG Mobile like anywhere well god. for like a cheap price. Dang it! You know, like not using like cellular data or anything. We need to transition now before it's too late, dude. Elon's even on the mobile market. Yeah. God dang it! I can't wait till Elon launches his his esports team. God. I, I guarantee you that's a conversation he's had with somebody. <laughs> oh, please do it. That, that yeah. would be so nice. You've yeah, already been talking be about Apple needing an eSports team. Uh -huh. These tech companies need eSports teams, They're going bro. to have them. I, this is a different, it's only different a matter of for time. a different day. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I look at, like, traditional sports like the MLS, mm -hmm. the soccer mm -hmm. teams, right. and, like, I don't know, like, so many companies have soccer teams. Like, it's, it's a matter of time, man. Mm -hmm. When you're in the freaking gaming industry that a tech company... Five years tops yes. before we see a big and one. And when it happens... Come back here, and you called it. Even though a lot uh -huh. of people called it, but you called it. <laughs> I also called it as well. That's what we're saying. <laughs> okay, so I want to quickly touch on player mistreatment in esports, uh, a topic we've talked about probably several times. Happens way too often, unfortunately. Usually, we talk about it in terms of players just not being paid. Mm. We're gonna bounce back to the Asian market, back to Korea, actually, because all of them the uh -huh. same week. We had a couple allegations towards some decent League of Legends teams. The first one currently at Worlds, that being Griffin. The second one was a former LCK, the main league in Korea. Mm. Uh, that was BBQ Olivers. Um, <laughs> I was actually typing it out this morning for like I, I don't know what I was typing, but like right. I realized that BBQ Olivers is a Korean team, so they're a Korean BBQ, Korean barbecue. Yeah, I was thinking that. I is thought that, that the, I thought that was the whole point. I think because I think yeah, I, I think, think that's I think BBQ Oliver's because I was I was looking up their team to find like images for like you know thumbnails and stuff yesterday. Yeah. I think that's a I think that's a chain actually. Okay, because I'm pretty sure that's their angle, but yeah. I don't think I was sure until today. Uh -huh. So I was like, haha. Yeah, but, I saw a couple businesses with that exact name. Okay. So I was like, oh, that that must be what it is. League of Legends yeah. will probably hate us. I just <laughs> oh, didn't know that sure. was a thing until like just Sorry, now. League. So either way, funny. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, what's not funny is the allegations against them. So uh, we we kind of hop into the Korean scene where it's very very serious. Obviously, mm. when it comes to League of Legends, they. Of um, like we've already talked about, the Asian scene, we, we know very little compared to the scenes we cover in North America and Europe. And it's always had, I think, a stigma of being a very strict gaming region, especially with I the re so. regard yeah. they hold their players. And uh, what mm -hmm. we hear about how, you know, obviously faker of the world, you know, how uh, I think we hear about it more like K-pop, you know, the, how mm -hmm. K-pop stars are, are kind of treated. Yeah. And I think they kind of. I want to say there's a stigma of that's how gamers are treated as well. Like it's your life. It is. It's. Which, to be fair, to an extent, I'm kind of on board with that. If I was a professional gamer, I, okay. I would be... Not the angle I'm going for, okay? <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I'm, I just want to say... Like, yeah, I mean, if you want to be the best, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? But now we're yeah. finding out these allegations about player mistreatments, Griffin being the first one about apparently forcing a player in to sign a contract with a lower salary, thus they get paid more. That's where Korean senators are now getting involved, mm. and they're calling for protecting esports players, which is obviously a great response. But then the same week, we also have BBQ, one of their former players coming out about inappropriate touching and lying and manipulating and not being paid. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of just a whole new crack in the scene, which is actually now, we've had more League of Legends news here on the uh, on the channel about this, but it's kind of crazy for me at least, when the more news we cover, the more we find out of things that we just didn't really know right, like, about before. Like just below the surface? Yeah. Where like, I'm sure everybody on that team, if... 
if these alleged things were happening, everybody knew about them for yeah. sure. And then just never made it over here. It just never it, heard about it. It really makes me think yeah. in the coming years, I'm sure we'll get it plenty of times, how many stories and it kind of scares me as well, how many mm-hmm. stories will come out from ex players? I feel like I feel like every single org almost is on, is gonna has be has something in their closet. There's skeletons everywhere. You can just hear the bones rattling yeah, in the distance. Like, like it's and it, it makes you think about what are the stories we're not hearing about? Because in the BBQ story, they mm-hmm. actually threatened the player with lawsuits. Mm-hmm. They then forced him to come into the offices and say sorry, and then they dropped their lawsuits. I think the, the common ground right now is the fact that he probably couldn't afford to do it anyway. So, right. And they just don't want to you know, go down that road because yeah. they could lose. No, yeah, and bad PR all around. And so just it, like you said, it makes yeah. you really wonder of all the orgs out there who have mm. covered things up successfully. Yep. What has really gone down and what's going to come out in the future? See, that's all the more reason that I just want to say, hey, if you want to be in esports, don't tie yourself to oh. a org. <laughs> no, yeah. No. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I thought you, <laughs> you were going to say, if you want to be on esports talk, come clean. And that, I was like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that too. Yeah, if you want to so, get your story out there, sure, re- reach out. Our well, DMs you, are always open. You, but, <laughs> you were going to say, if you want to be in esports? Yeah, I was going to say, don't. it's probably for the best not to tie yourself directly to a brand. Because right now, we don't know anything about what any of these orgs are actually like behind the scenes. And vice versa. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely. Vice versa, if you want to be an esports org, don't do not do don't sign players without background checks. Oh, yeah, you can't get too dependent. We've talked about that too. On, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, man, yeah. Uh, in closing, Korea just has me wondering all those things we will never know about, you know, <laughs> Europe, NA, all the uh, crazy stories uh, out there. And again, if you want to share them, hit us up. Yeah, let us know. All right, everybody, before we hop into our next topic, let's thank our sponsors for today's podcast. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave, it hasn't changed much. The ancient Greeks didn't need flex balls or heated handles, and neither do you. That's why Harry's doesn't overcharge you or add gimmicky features to their razors. They focus on delivering what actually matters, sharp, durable blades at a fair price. I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave, easy glide, low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com backslash blue wire for your free trial today. Harry's gives you quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 per blade. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. Listeners of the podcast can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com backslash blue wire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, which sounds pretty neat, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to actually keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com backslash blue wire to start shaving better today. And next up, guys, the holiday rush is coming, and if you sell stuff online, you better get ready with ShipStation. With more people buying online than ever before, you have to be able to ship your orders out quickly, efficiently, and affordably. But how do you keep track of all those orders or even figure out which carrier gives you the best rates? Luckily, ShipStation can help. With just a few clicks, you'll be managing orders, printing labels, and getting those products out the door and delivered on time for the holidays. No matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, and more, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. It's easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, and UPS, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer, and you will always get the best deal. Take the hassle out of the holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation help you handle it with ease. Just use code offer BLUE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free with no hassle, stress-free holiday shipping. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in blue b-l-u-e that's shipstation.com enter offer code blue shipstation make ship happen and now guys back to the podcast 
What's up, guys? Welcome to Zan's segment. What are we talking about? Yeah, anyway, we're going to retread some old ground real briefly. Uh, I know last week you talked about that story where that player spent <clears throat> over $150,000 yeah, on a sure Transformers did. mobile game. Yeah, we sure which did. Which is insane. Yeah, oof. I really hope that person is okay. <laughs> but anyway. Clearly they're wealthy. I hope they're wealthy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fingers crossed, right? But I wanted to take a closer look at something that, because I was reading up on that, and I saw something that disturbed me a little bit more than the actual amount of money that this guy spent. Okay. And it's at the company that is responsible for um, managing microtransactions like this. They are a company that does a lot of outreach to, they're like a consultant firm, and they help other game, game studios implement microtransactions into their games. Topic, okay. Right? Okay. So yeah. we're talking about a company who helps other companies yes. develop these microtransactions for their games. Yeah. This or like is, implement them yeah, in the right is, ways. This is the company that did the ones for the Transformers games specifically. So this is a company that plays on our weaknesses and plays on our addictions. Yep. Is that what you're about to tell yep, me? Yes, that is. And guess what? It's not the company doing it. They got an AI. Oh my god. They got gosh. an AI for that. I, Sorry. <laughs> I read about this. Yeah. And, Dude, I don't want to. I don't want to mm. steal your thunder at all. No, no, is you're this, good. You're good. I read about this and I never really touched on it because mm. I forgot to. This is a company that apparently for this Transformers game, they right. have an, an artificial intelligence machine which targets the biggest spenders. Yeah, they they, they, they about, specifically it's fricked. They are specifically like okay. And for those of you who don't know what a whale is, because we use the term a lot, a whale is someone who spends a lot of money on microtransactions. That's the person who's going to Overwatch and they're like, oh, you know what, it's Monday, let me kind of grab a new loot box, you know? Mm -hmm. They're that type of individual. A whale in gambling is someone who gambles a lot of money. Yeah. And so that's that's how they refer to them too. Yeah, and then that's how, this is this is, uh, this is from a talk by the CEO of this company. The company is called Yodo One, and the CEO's name is Henry Fong. And anyway, they were talking about how it took them one month to build the technology for the AI, and then they just took all the user data and all the player data that they collected over the last couple of years and they just plugged it in, and they're saying, yeah, we're confident we can now identify whales at a rate of, hey, they said, uh, you know, was it like what 80 it? or 90%? Yeah, it's 87%, and they're pretty confident they can get it up to 95%. We need to have a solo video on this yeah. in the future as well. It, mm. Once it, we hear more about it, for yeah, sure. God, even, even just a preliminary episode, because it's mm -hmm. just so wild. And they were so open about it, too. Oh, yeah, that's the crazy part, is like you, you, you hear the words coming out of people's like this mouth, and you're like, that sounds like a supervillain. You, how, do you, how, do how do they not hear themselves? Yeah, like... And this was an, I believe, was this the Kotaku interview that, that came out? Uh, or no, no, no. It was all in an article, right? So that this this CEO told an interviewer. Oh, this, this wasn't stuff. this wasn't from an article. This was from a talk that he gave to a couple a couple of companies that they make uh, products for. He might have done an interview as well. Okay, because I'm I'm wondering who yeah. grabbed that quote that yeah. he was speaking to that he didn't think. Oh, hmm. Uh, the fact that I just told you guys that we target the biggest spenders and then give them specialized microtransaction packages so they spend more. Like, who did he tell that to and not think it was like? Huh, he, this was in that a talk. This terrible. was in a talk to the companies who they they work for. This is like the CEO of the microtransaction company talking to. I think I think they work with Clash Royale. I want to say off the top of my head. He was like talking to those devs being like, hey, here's how our microtransaction systems work. Here's how we can do more yeah, for yeah. you guys. I get that, but how does yeah. it go public then? Like this. Like, oh, who because, was there? because there was a guy from uh, another outlet there as well. Okay. Like from uh, some game industry website. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, hey, yeah, this is what was talked about. And it's kind of crazy. It's so yeah. wild. Like, 
I, I, it's so mm. baffling to see that. And again, yes, mm. they're whales. They're going to spend money no matter what. But then, then you have to push it a step farther. And they mm. actually talk about, yes, they target these whales to almost a 90th percentile of accuracy. Mm. And they offer them even further microtransactions that they know they're going to want to buy. The funny thing is, you can let me read you a couple quotes God. that are just like nightmarish. So from Henry Fong. He says, Henry, the, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> the funny thing is, I always used to think that if you monetize your audience too hard, they'll leave the game. But it's actually the other way around. This dude's a devil. <laughs> Our retention rates for paid users in this game, referring to the Transformers titles, uh, the 30-day retention for paid users is 85%. So once they start spending, they don't leave. They want to stay in the game and preserve their investment. And Makes when they sense. stay in the game, they spend more. Makes sense. And to a degree. beyond that, yeah, to a degree. And, you know, he, he got asked a question about morals, believe it or not, at this. And, like, hey, what do you, how do you feel about, you know, maybe maybe winding up in situations where someone is paying $150,000 to play your game? It feels freaking great. Yeah, right? And um, anyway, according to their process, if they price an item at $300, then someone who can't afford, afford it won't buy it. And if you can't afford it, you'll buy it. That's pretty good research. Yeah, I know, right? They, 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 they completely leave out the third option of the whale that they're targeting that's yeah. going to be like, oh, I, I, I need, need this money to eat, but I really, really want this loot box that I've now been conditioned to buy. This system. And, mm, do you know that, it's only going to get worse. I mean, it, it's just like, it's, it's literally like if you had an alcoholic mm -hmm. and you have a freaking virtual store for the guy, and he's trying to recover, and then you offer him a, a discount on alcohol. No, yeah, right. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, you know, come get some vodka. I know you wanted to quit, but it's cheaper now, <laughs> or we have a special package yeah. for you. Like, it makes it better. Yeah, it's they like, prey on a lot of FOMO. They say, hey, you got a special deal, only three days, though. Yeah, like only 15 minutes, like yeah. by now. Uh -huh. Oh, this is such a devilish act. Yeah. It makes it, like, because if you guys have not been here for our microtransaction talk in the past, I've definitely been the one to argue with Zan. There's a middle ground. Mm. Zan's been pretty against... I would say fairly say that you've been mildly I, against most I'm, microtransactions. I'm open to microtransactions as a concept. I just think there's there's a lot of methods and I'm okay for with that that are them. like very deliberately predatory. I, I would say I'm okay with, yeah. with a few more than you are, but I think yeah. there's a middle ground. And and this this kind of action just makes me think, okay, that we don't deserve microtransactions. Well, yeah, we honest, shouldn't have. Honestly, like, I don't think like people like this exist. I don't think we can trust developers with microtransactions. Not to be Henry honest, Fong's out there. <laughs> no, yeah, the week. right, right. <laughs> We could go on about this, but you'll do yeah, a solo video at some point. We will see what long. happens. Mm -hmm. We'll see definitely if other developers comment about this, if governments yeah. see this kind of stuff. Anyway, quick PSA before we go. Heads up, if you're playing a mobile game, they have your user play data, so they know precisely how to target stuff to you, to you as an individual, as a consumer. So be aware of that, you know? Be aware, Just guys. Maybe, Realize what you're spending. Yeah, think, think next time you buy something, think about it. Be like, hmm. I could buy this, or I could eat. That'd be cool. All right, what's a what's a what's a what's the esports rewind podcast without talking about Twitch? Twitch. All right, let's go. Um, so it's a super short one because I touched on it already. Uh, they actually have done something right, which started out with doing something wrong, and that's actually banned a Call of Duty. They wound up neutral. Yes. Hey, so good they, day for Twitch. Yes, a solid <laughs> day for Twitch. They do something mildly okay. Yeah. They actually had banned formal. He's a Luminosity member for now until he mm. announces his Call of Duty team, which people do expect to happen sometime soon. I've been really big on Twitch lately, broke 20,000 subscribers, like mm. doing really well, grinding like a lot of FPS guys have. He was banned for apparently a homophobic slur that someone else said on his stream. Right. 
And so he was actually unbanned an hour later. Uh, so good for Twitch. But it, it draws the question of how, if you are a Twitch staff member, do you review the clip like there should be a review process, hear a homophobic slur, he has a webcam, and not realize he was not the person to say it? Thinking about it. Are Twitch bans all manual? That's what I'm thinking. I yeah. saw some comments out there. Does this prove why so many Twitch bans are so blatantly bad because they have a bot doing it? No, yeah, they might actually. Like, I, I didn't think about that until, because obviously the concept of having a bot manage this is the dumbest thing. So I, I never to even thought they would do that. To a certain it makes sense though because there's so many streamers, so many clips, it would be almost impossible humanly to do it. But, but it is dumb because it's, need to. it's a bot. Yeah, it, it's it's very subjective. Obviously, very defective when it comes to all the n words that have slipped that mm. have not really been n words, and then they cause self review. And that even Twitch staff, when they self review things or actually review things, it doesn't go over well. So uh, anyway, the question was not about the Twitch ban bot, mostly so, are streamers should they be responsible for what is shown or what is said on their stream? To an extent, because only. I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought it was actually to an extent. You yeah. know, uh, it, it makes sense, right? Like. It's unfair right, of if course. you have a viewer or a subscriber uh, send a picture to you or change their picture in game that's somehow shown on screen or uh, they're on your team like this instance and they're in the voice chat and they say some things they shouldn't. It's unfair, but to what degree is the is the streamer actually responsible, right? How many times right. can you have an accident like this happen before Twitch is like, all right, a lot of viewers on your stream are saying some things that you can't have them say. Uh-huh. Well, isn't that the whole point of having mods, though? Like, I, I, I'd say... I'd say a streamer, like, I don't think a streamer should be held responsible for, like, if something happens in a game that they're playing, like, even if, like, say somebody else is on a voice call with them and says something, yeah. right? I don't think that should be counted against the streamer if they don't, if they aren't engaging in that, if they aren't, like, like, say, say the person on the voice call throws down a homophobic slur, and as long as the streamer isn't like, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, homophobia, right? Tell them, dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I yeah. see what you mean. As long as they're not like that, I don't think, because I mean, that, that otherwise, that's way too abusable. Like, it'd be so easy for, like, say, say I'm mad with you. I go on your stream, and I'm like, yeah, frick the gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something, yeah, somewhere right? along those lines. Yeah. Like that, and to get just to mess with your, like, I mean, that's messing with your livelihood at the end of the day. Yeah. So. And certainly, I would say a gray area going forward that Twitch hasn't really talked about, I don't think. Like, mm. their TOS is usually applying to the streamer itself. So, right. uh, just a quick topic there to kind of, you know, obviously the Twitch ban bot, if that's a thing, which we, we do think it is, to keep up an automated ban bot to keep up with all those bans. Um, there's so many flaws with it currently. So, we'll see how that goes in the future. And obviously, a gray area about yep. what you're responsible for on your streams, which is it's pretty scary for a streamer, I imagine. All right, so I want to, you know, talk about something positive real quick. Let's do it. Let's talk about something really cool that's going on. So, uh, in Modern Warfare, at least. You have been liking this Call of Duty talk these last couple well, of weeks. Well, you know, it's... For a guy who doesn't have game. the game pre-ordered and won't be getting well, the game... Well, actually, no, I think, I think, you know, I think you weren't, you weren't there when I was talking to uh, Maj and Pete about this. But anyway, so I canceled my pre-order for Modern Warfare after hearing about the potential microtransaction stuff and the year-long exclusivity on PlayStation. I was like, you know what, I can't support that financially. So I was just like, you know, I dipped out, mm -hmm. right? A friend of mine was mad about that. Just bought me a copy of the game and said, "There we're we go. So, You're playing all along." <laughs> no, I don't know that. I don't know how much I'm going to play. Probably not going to actually. Especially because aside we leave, from with him, it sucks because we leave the day it comes out. So yeah. I, I'm already gonna be so behind. I'll play yeah. it. I'll play it. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, some good news anyway. about Modern anyway, Warfare. What so do you got? I think they're doing something really interesting. Actually, they have a new partnership with Adidas. 
where oh, yeah, um, you're yeah. the fashion man. Yeah, yeah. I thought well, it was very interesting. Yeah, it's it's. I really like this. Um, so the first, or not not the first. Sorry. Anyway, uh, if you hit, <laughs> if you it's the first ever. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna say the first fifty six. I was like, that's not how that works. If you hit level fifty six within the first week of the game's release, so between the. Uh, the Friday releases up until November 1st. You're entered in a raffle win an exclusive pair of one of 300 uh, limited edition Pusha T Oswegos from Adidas. Such a cool offer. I'm yeah. actually mad I won't be able to participate because I have like eight hours in that first week to actually right. play because mm -hmm. we're out of town. Oh, yeah, it's I mean, a sick offer. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, no, you're it's, good. It's a, no. it's a cool offer. No, yeah, right? Like, this, this, like you see that and you're immediately interested in playing yes, the game. Yes, you right? want to play. Like, yo, yeah. and that's not hard to reach, I imagine, in the first week. If I would you hope really not. grind it out. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, although this could, maybe this is their angle to get people to buy Doritos. Oh, no! <laughs> Sorry for yelling. Or I, I thought you were going to to buy Battle Pass tiers. I don't. I don't think. I think this is separate from the battle pass. I think this is just. What if the leveling. battle pass has XP or anything in it? I don't think it does. It doesn't. I don't think it does. Never mind then. Okay. I, I think. I think you. I think you gain XP and then the experience, XP contributes to the battle pass. It's only cosmetics. We don't know that. But okay, because that would. Any. This anyway, is good. This is anyway, good. We'll keep it, that good it, stuff. It's good. It's good. And um, I just want to say, I think more games need to do stuff like this, uh -huh. and I think this could be the future of microtransactions in a healthy way. Let me let me let me explain where I'm coming Healthier. from. Healthier, healthy. I think I think it could be just flat healthy in general, right? Because like Destiny Two does it a little bit better. Where say for the Garden of Salvation, the new raid that just came out, if you manage to finish the new raid within the first two weeks, you get you get hey you can just buy a jacket. You get a limited edition exclusive jacket that says hey I finished the raid I managed to do it, you know, and that's like dope. That's a really nice thing that you can just like you don't have to open a loot box. Yeah. You don't have to buy anything random. You're getting an actual item that actually has like real world value and looks pretty dope. Yeah. Like that and it's gonna mean something for years and years. And especially now because if you grind in Call of Duty mm -hmm. and you get it, you've actually made money for a week of grinding. Right. Yeah. Those shoes will probably reach a decent price. Yeah, they'll. Well, I don't know. You know better. I don't know. Probably anyone. They, they're kind of. They're kind of like a gross colorway, and those wheels have kind of fallen out, fallen out of fashion. So I mean, a couple hundred though. Yeah, probably like at least three, three hundred. So I mean, I would know, say for yeah. a lot of mm -hmm. obviously the, the most of the age base right. is teenagers. So uh -huh. you know that's a pretty good amount of money for a week. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I definitely like it. I hope, I like you said, other games do actually like introduce this kind of this, thing. Yeah. And games that I can actually play in the opening week so I can actually grind and earn something. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah, I do. What's up, people? Welcome to the outro of the video. And uh, yes, quick announcements for all yeah, of you guys. Yeah. We talked about in the beginning, this podcast goes live on, still on Tuesday though, correct? Yeah, video podcast goes live on Tuesday. For those of you who want to find us on the go, oh Monday on the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. Yeah. Got to throw the plug in there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, either way, though, if you guys have not noticed, over the past four days by now, we've actually been out of town. Uh, the team had a quick vacation as well. We had pre-recorded episodes for you guys, though, as mm. well. We were in Mexico. Yeah. We, yeah. we just uh, had a little celebration as a team. We were just hanging out, catching some rays. Mm. And so by the time you guys see this, we'll be back in a couple days. We'll be back on Thursday. Uh, yeah, but we had we should have had a lot of videos for you guys pre-recorded. We worked very hard uh, the, the week yeah, before. We've been, we've been really grinding. We've like, been really, really. I think it's been like a two-week. Let's just like let's burn the candle at both ends. Let's get all these yeah. videos done. So the, it was let's almost do. kind of ironic. The vacation yeah. was actually almost deserved. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's where we were at, guys. But again, if you guys want to catch all of our writing content on the website esportstalk.com. Other mm -hmm. than that, though, YouTube channel has been doing great alongside that. Yeah. You guys have been showing great support as well um, for all of that. So as is that, is that all we got? Uh, I mean, if you want to see what we're up to in Mexico, check us out. We're running the t Instagram account 
pretty consistently now. So, hey, look us up. Esports Talk on Instagram. Esports Talk on Twitter. Send us a DM if you got a story you'd yeah. like to share. You want to see me without a shirt on, dude? You can yeah. hit the Instagram <laughs> up. Uh, Zan's going to be taking pictures on the trip. So Yeah, just a couple. Yeah, no, so nothing too risque. Yeah. <laughs> yet. Yeah. Unless that's what it takes. Yeah, yeah. First picture, just, like, just <laughs> topless Jake. Like. <laughs> Just laying out, coiled up on the beach. Um, Anyway, though, hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast brought to you weekly, every single week. As per usual, hope you guys all enjoy your days, and we'll see you back here same time next week. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.